Rock the Bottom Podcast with Andrea and Martin begins now. But all I know is when you say resiliency, it's like you have a purpose here and you have to keep going. Last week, we had the opportunity to uh, sit down and talk with Megan Judge, uh, the host of the podcast, uh, Judging Megan, great podcast. And we roundtabled some conversation around positive self-talk and resiliency and what those kind of mean to each of us. It was a really helpful conversation, I felt. And we got a perspective that is certainly a unique one and one that's very practical to kind of put into play for on both of those topics. And ex- exactly. And that's what I really enjoyed about it is, is that there's some practical applications that people can apply in their own lives where it doesn't require somebody else coming in to intervene, but you can literally talk to yourself in a positive reaffirming way to get yourself through the really tough times. And so we hope you all enjoyed this uh, roundtable discussion on these couple really critical topics. The roundtable is just an opportunity for us to all have conversation um, about some of the pieces that have come up in in listening to your story. And for me, for sure, the the topic or that came to mind is really about resiliency because I think in listening to your story, it's like wow all of these things keep happening to this woman. And yet she just, you know, it's like one of those blow up, you know, remember those blow up punch up dolls, you need to punch them down and they hit the ground and then they come back up, Um, you know, because resiliency is defined differently by all of us through our lived experience. But when you hear the word resiliency, how, how does that personally uh, play for you? Like, how do you see yourself as, as having been resilient through your life? So um, the word resiliency to me, I don't, God, I don't even really know because it's, it's kind of an, an, a thing like a woe is me. Like, I don't want to be resilient. <laughs> I want to have a break, you know? And sometimes I feel like, why God just give me a freaking break for two seconds. Like, I just can't continue to like go through, like, feel like every decade of my life, something has creeped up. And so I'm like waiting for the other ball to drop. Resiliency to me just means like not giving up. I mean, that's, you don't have a choice. You're either resilient because you have to be, or you're resilient for all different kinds of reasons. Mine is I'm guess I'm resilient because I just choose not to give up, but it doesn't mean I want to be resilient and I want to keep going through this crap. Well, I mean, sure, you're right. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I think all of us would would much rather just kind of coast through life and yeah. not have to go through hardships. But if you if you also, I think I think there's another side of that coin, which is because we have gone through very difficult times and we have found you know valuable life lessons in those tough times, that it then sets us up sets us up to be. Uh, able to better handle things that happen in the future because we know that life is going to throw curveballs, right? Life is just, life is just going to happen, right? But it's how we're able to respond to those adversities that really make all the difference and not, and not just our lives. And we didn't get to talk much about your, your family and your children and how, you know, how they all have, you know, kind of 
seeing you go through these periods and maybe how they reacted to it or if they were part of your support system in that. But I think, I think, you know, we go through what we go through for a reason. We're to extract invaluable life lessons to help ourselves so that we can then help other people. That's just, that's just what I believe. I don't think we go through things just because, or because our higher power is trying to punish us for, for something. That's not what I believe. Like, like, are you able to look back and see, well, yeah, I would have obviously not liked to have gone through that, but I am glad that I was able to learn X, Y, Z from it because it's helped me in this other situation. I don't know. That's a good question. I think yes to a lot of it, but no, because I'm still in the throes of dealing with stuff. Would I, like I talked about, would I wish some of this stuff on anybody else? No. Am I grateful that I went through what I did because it made me realize what's important in life? Yes. So there's like two sides to that coin that I'm, I don't think I'll ever really understand that's the thing about life you don't really understand you can work on your whole life understanding why things happen to you right like why did your stuff happen to you martin i don't know there's a reason why it all happened and went down and i don't think i'll ever be at peace 100 percent with it but all i know is when you say resiliency it's like you have a purpose here and you have to keep going Right. So I say that all the time. Keep going. Keep going. I know. And a lot of people, they 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 don't feel that, that their life has any purpose or value mm-hmm. or meaning. Because, because again, resi- I think a prerequisite to being resilient is acceptance, right? Once you accept that this is, this is what it is, right? This happened to me. It sucks. Like, I wish it didn't happen, but it did. So I accept that. Now, where do I go from here? Now, what, you know, how am I supposed to turn this into a purpose like you did with your suicidal ideation and mental health struggles and turned it, right? Because you decided, you accepted the fact that this had happened, but then you decided you were also going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And so that acceptance, you know, go through that grief process. We talk about all five stages. Eventually, you find your way to acceptance, but then you turn it into some meaning. And I think they've even classified that as like the sixth stage in the grief process is meaning or purpose or something like that. But I think, I, I think, I think that is kind of, you know, the, the natural progression of things. If we allow that process to kind of take root, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It was the same thing with my situation and accepting the fact I was going to be in prison for 17 and a half years, but now what? So, mm-hmm. so what now? And so I think, I think that's, that's an important part of, uh, of being resilient is first having acceptance. A hundred percent. And when I think about resiliency is hiding in plain sight, I'm hearing what both of you are saying. And then I'm thinking to myself, we're all resilient. All three of us sitting here are resilient, whether we want to acknowledge that we are or we don't. The resiliency was already built into the experience because by virtue of you don't have to say to yourself, I'm resilient because I don't give up. Well, you were already resilient and that's why you didn't give up. Right. So it's not like it's not a thing we have to do necessarily. It's almost like we just have to pull ourselves away to be able to look at ourselves, kind of like step outside of ourselves, look at ourselves and see like, holy crap, like what did this woman just do with her life? What did this man just do and keeps doing? Like, I think that resiliency is also just acknowledgement of we're still here. We're doing Mm -hmm. this thing. And like how 
brilliant is that? Like that there's not an, it's not an action word. We don't have to do anything to be resilient. We already are because we're sitting here having this conversation, the three of us, right? You're hosting a podcast. We're, we're starting one too. It's, it's so cool what resiliency can be if we just open up our awareness too. There's probably a whole bunch of other cool things hiding in plain sight too about how awesome we are. You know what I mean? Well, something that I find too is I find myself very attracted to people's energy and their souls. I find myself gravitating towards people that have been through hard things. Does that make sense? Because you see a piece of yourself in them, Yeah. And so like, for example, if I meet somebody walking down the street, we all judge people, right? That's human nature, right? right? You might like see somebody. I mean, I know like I live in a very nice area. There's a lot of money here. I'll see like a woman, you know, I'll be like, oh, she's so lucky. She has this and she has that. And she lives in this big giant house. And you know, like she seems perfect. And then you find out like two weeks later, that person is going through a divorce and, and whatever else. And you start to go, well, you just never really know what people are going through in their life. But there are people that I meet that I'm like, I don't have time for you. I don't know if it's that you just haven't found your reason for being in this world. And I, that sounds mean, but it's just like, I just don't have time for BS anymore. Like I know I'm halfway through my life. And if I keep drinking buttery Chardonnay, I'm less than halfway through my life (laughs) because I enjoy buttery Chardonnay. Um, (laughs) I I lean a little bit too much on Chardonnay. I don't want to spend the rest. I, I want to spend the rest of my life, like being around coolness and like people that are like, guess what happened to me? This is what I did today. Or I'm writing a book about like forgiveness or whatever it is, you know, I'm going Absolutely. off on a tangent. Well, no, well, no. I mean, it's important to check in with yourself and, and, and understand what it is you want and who mm-hmm. you want to be around and setting those boundaries and making sure that you're meeting your needs. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you spent the first half, not that you spent the whole first half of your life, but like dealing with other people's crap, so to speak, Right. So sometimes you have patience to walk those people through the process and helping them, but not always we're human, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has their limitations and, and, and you understanding that I think is, and being self-aware is, is a healthy thing Mm -hmm. and not overextending yourself when you just don't have the energy and that's okay. Right. And that's okay. You know, something, something else that, that, that I thought was, was really awesome and a great, thing for people to to kind of think about and try to employ in their own lives is the way you were able to talk to yourself through those really tough times and I would imagine even today the positive Mm -hmm. self-talk because there was always this negative self-talk that I'm not good enough and nobody's gonna like me and they're all gonna laugh at me and they're all gonna and and that's negative self-talk and then you have turned that into rejecting you, you you've learned to reject those thoughts and things that, that, that may or may not be said about you, but now you employ positive self-talk. And I think that, and, and affirmation, and you hear some counselors will say, literally get up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror and tell me five good things about yourself, right? It's literally start to, and people might think, oh, that's crazy. I'm not going to, that's so silly. It works because yeah. the, the, the messages we tell ourselves become more important at some point in our lives 
become more important than what anybody can tell us about ourselves. I wholeheartedly believe that. So it's incumbent upon us to start to feed ourselves these positive self-talk messages. You mm -hmm. want to elaborate on that a little bit? Like, where did you learn that when it, you started doing it? Well, it seems like you started doing it at your rock bottom to come out of the rock bottom and say, I'm not going to let these people continue to have power over my life. I'm going to do mm -hmm. something about it. That's positive self-talk, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so just talk about that a little bit, because I think that's so powerful and so and so awesome how you were able to really get that and apply that to your life. I think the positive self-talk is still something I really struggle with. That's I'm, honest. Women are, have a really hard time, Martin. Like it's hard, especially being a woman and aging is not fun. And when you've spent your whole life really caring about your appearance and all the things that I did, you know, you, you learn to put yourself down a lot. The positive self-talk really comes from the inside for me. So I just like, instead, you know, I still do care way too much about what people think of me. And I'm, like I said, I'm working on that. There's been so many things that have like come out of like the bad and like breaking up with friends like I did where new people came into my life. To have somebody just say like, I love you. I would never talk badly about you. I think you're wonderful. Like I've surround myself now with like those kinds of friends, which I didn't do in the past. And so like my self-talk now is like, well, if they like me, like I can't be that bad, you know, like because I had put myself down for so long. So a lot of times I'll just like, I don't like look in the mirror, but like I'll wake up in the morning and I'll just be like, like I said earlier, you matter, your piece of the puzzle matters, right. or like today's going to be a great day. or if I go to Starbucks, which I enjoy an oat milk latte, P.S. with cinnamon, um, <laughs> I might be like, you know, like I like I do a lot of stuff that like is about serving other people's happiness yeah. to make to fulfill my own self. Because I could say all day and like to myself, today is going to be a great day. I am so happy today. You know, like this is great. But like I talked about earlier, what really makes me happy is making other people happy. Mm. That like yeah. that has been my like biggest thing that's kind of like pushed me forward. And that doesn't mean that I'm not like my Irish and Italian side does cut does not come out because it does like I hate when it's if you open the door for somebody and they don't say thank you. Guess who comes out? My mean Irish <laughs> Italian side. <laughs> and I say, you're welcome. Like, I'm not perfect. But like, if you go to Starbucks and you're like, hey, Joe, like, here's an extra $5 for you. Go do something with it. Like, it doesn't even have to be money. It could just be like what I talked about earlier. You look really pretty today. I love, you have a beautiful smile, anything yeah. like that. And then that like feeds my own energy to keep going. Absolutely. And, and you know what, even, and I, I think you're right. I, I like, I try to compliment people where I can. Um, sometimes, you, you know, you never know, you don't want somebody to take a compliment. I think more so when it comes from, you know, a man complimenting yeah. a, a woman. Because then they're like perv. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. you know, I like to, you know, acknowledge, oh, you got a haircut. Oh, you dyed your hair. That, you know, yeah. keep, you know, as, as opposed to, oh, that's yeah. a great, oh, that outfit looks beautiful on you. Because then it might think, you know, you're objectifying yeah, them like or whatever. Creep. Yeah. Right, right, right. 
but I think it's I think it's important. So even even you saying and acknowledging that you know what I'm not perfect, I still kind of get snarky with people. That's also positive self talk because you're allowing yourself to be human and yeah. saying I'm not perfect. I'm still trying to figure some things out, right? Because the opposite of that, I think, is being overly critical with yourself. And it feeds that negative self-talk that we, oh, see, you're always so mean to people and, and you're just no good. And, and, th and that can go down a whole shame, you know, shame ridden uh, uh, space as well. And so I think, again, even though it's not like the happy-go-lucky upbeat positive self-talk, acknowledging that you're not perfect and you're still a work in progress, but you're trying to be better is, mm -hmm. is, is very uh, 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 reinforcing as well. Rock the Bottom Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to like, subscribe, or share.